Support for Silicon Slopes comes from Harmon's Neighborhood Grocer, where food lovers can take cooking classes to learn knife handling, wine pairing, sushi rolling, and fresh pasta preparation. Locations can be found at harmonsgrocery.com. Harmon's, your food, our passion. Welcome to the This Is A Place podcast, a Silicon Slopes production. New technologies here, growing faster each year. Hey, Chris. Meg, it's a pleasure to be here with you today. But you're not here with me today, are you? Meg, it's a pleasure to be remotely joined with you today via the marvels of technology. How's sunny St. George? St. George is very sunny. I've been golfing every day, and I hear things are not so nice up north. We got 18 inches of snow at my house yesterday. You got what? 18 inches of snow. There's 18 inches of snow right now? At my house, there are 18 inches of snow. They canceled church, which is like Mormon miracle. When they cancel church, <sighs> it's the best day of your life. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's even crazier. <laughs> there was so, so much can- snow, we couldn't make no, it to no, church wanna, two blocks away. I want to talk more about the canceling church. Okay. So when church gets canceled, regardless of what the event is, it's like the happiest day. It's what? It's the happiest day. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. What do you do instead? Oh, we did puzzles. I read, cleaned the house, did some laundry. It's so amazing. The logical side of me says you could just not go to church and immediately be as happy, mm. even if it's not canceled. No. That's not true. Because someone's giving you like a, this isn't happening. So you're not missing it because it's not there. Are you done like telling me not to go to church anymore? Should we talk about tech news? Yeah, I tried to make an effort there. I was like, <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it was the right thing to do. <laughs> I just did. Oh. I felt motivated. Good. I felt well, motivated to make, bring you out. Way to follow your heart. Tell me about the latest in tech news. So, Meg, last week I wrote a profile on Solution Reach, which is our next-door neighbor up at Thanksgiving Point. They have about 800 companies or 800 employees 800 companies. worldwide. Whoa, they're like GE. Not 800 companies, just one company with 800 employees. Okay. I think about 700 or so of those are located in Thanksgiving Point. They have like this big complex there that's, that's really cool. But I spoke with Jim Higgins, the founder and CEO of the company, and it's been like a really long and winding journey that Solution Reach has kind of gone through. They've been around for 18 years. He started it way back in the day when tech really wasn't that much of a thing. And it's a super interesting story. It kind of runs parallel to a lot of stories like that in Utah, whether it's a Pluralsight or a Qualtrics, or there's just a bunch of companies that were started a long time ago. And for the first 10 years or whatever, it was just kind of slow going. And then something happened and they took off. So Solution Reach falls right in that category. Jim was actually at our office on Friday, last Friday, and he had a breakfast and was speaking about similar things. Were you there at that? I was. It was really good. He's awesome. He's very awesome. He's actually one of the more lively and entertaining interviews that I've done. I spoke to him for like 45 minutes and it was really interesting and, and good. So I'm assuming the breakfast was right along those lines. Yeah. And he just seems like a super nice, chill guy. He's a nice, chill guy. What more could you want? Nothing. Uh, yeah, cool. Was there, anybody, was there anybody else there at the breakfast, or was it just him talking? Uh, it was just him. Um, he did a great job. If, we're, if we, I may, 
talk about a few more events coming up this Wednesday. You may. You may. Thank you. you. We have a town hall with Eric Farr and John Wade of Brainstorm, who Brainstorm recently adopted a rural school. They are going to be talking about that. And on Thursday, we have the publisher of the Salt Lake Tribune here. I think this podcast will come out on Thursday. So hurry and run over if you want to catch that at 12 o'clock. And then on the 22nd, we have a live with Gavin Christensen and Rebecca Liu, both VCs. And then on the 30th, we have a startup conversation with Nate and Vanessa Quigley and Brandon Tidwell of Signal Peak Ventures. So mark your calendars. They sound so cool. I just want to come back from St. George to don't be a lie. part of these events. Chris, don't lie to me. <laughs> that sounds like something I just want to be a part of. Um, also, we have content from the summit that's making debuts on the interwebs. Yes. There are videos of the presentations from Silicon Slopes Tech Summit 2018 that are now available on YouTube. Yeah, a lot of people have been reaching out asking when those were going to be posted or if they're going to be posted. People, they're posted. They're, they're posted. Out, they're on Silicon Stop they're on asking. Silicon Slope oh my gosh, right now. stop asking. And so, they are slowly being rolled out as stories on SiliconSlopes.com as well. How slowly do you think? Pretty slowly. Pretty, snow pace. Snow pace. There's a lot of moving parts there, but we are we going have, as quickly We have as one up currently. Romney's up. <laughs> we have one so is the answer to that question. <laughs> Um, any we're other? Not known for our sp- Meg, we're not known for our speed, but we're known for our quality. That's kind of are our company we? motto. Are we, though? Meg, any other not- <laughs> tech news we need to go over? Meg, we're not known for our speed, nor our quality. It's kind of our new motto. <laughs> we're really not known for anything at all. <laughs> this podcast is what we're best known for. Podcast is what we're best known for. Just stunning voice-generated content. Can't miss content. Can't miss content. Stay home from church and listen to it. That's my best recommendation. <laughs> You're going to hell. There's a snow. You're going straight to hell. Um, Okay. I have a tech talk no-no, which, again, isn't necessarily like tech only, kind of like a business setting vocabulary no-no. Are you ready? Yeah. Action items. Action items. Where are you pulling these from? These are insane. I've never even heard these. These are things people say in workplaces. People say action items. Use it in a sentence. Um... Let's create a list of action items for our next team meeting. Oh, is right? this being generated from Silicon Slopes when we have our own team meetings? And no, it's, it's a term that I've heard elsewhere, and it's a term that makes me die a little bit inside every time I hear it. Oh, yeah. It's action just, just to do stuff that needs to get done. It's a, really snazzy, it's a really snazzy term for a to-do list. Why, why to-do must we do so this? Boring. Why are we making our vocabularies more complicated than they need to be? Have you ever made a to-do list? It's yes. so stupid. No, it's I do it a lot, thing. or else I lose track of what I need to get done. It's the dumbest thing anybody can do. It makes you so depressed. I mean, it does make you depressed, but it feels good you to never... check them off. No, here's the thing. You never make a to-do list about things you naturally want to do because your body just remembers to do them. You only make a to-do list for everything that you hate. Well, Yeah. Well, that's, that's why you have to make a list or you won't do them. No, you just forget about it, and then you don't do anything that you don't want to do. Chris, I don't want to fight with you. <laughs> Are you going to skip church next week? That's what I want to know. <laughs> um, so, listen, there's a pretty big story coming out of Utah. 
last week. Oh, boy. And we need, oh boy. we need to talk about it in our Weird Utah News segment. I think that we should let the thing itself do the original talking. Okay. Seems uh, debatable, but okay. Maybe for a little bit of context here, this was a video made by the Utah State Legislature. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what? Let's listen, and then we'll, we'll discuss. This is a story all about how our bills get flipped into a law. I'd like to take a minute and just sit right there. I'll tell you how a bill becomes law and this are chain bad. In the legislator's mind, an idea is raised. In the law book is where they spend most of their day. Drafting out, maxing out, hardly relaxing, all cool. And I'll introduce some bills inside of house chambers. We're more than a couple of guys start reviewing the bill. Are they making changes in committee on the Hill? They may get one little fight, but it's just because they care. They say we're moving this bill back to the floor and we'll argue it there. Speaker Hughes whistles for a vote and the answer is clear. And the bill passes and goes over the Senate to hear. If it passes the Senate, then the bill is probably fair. You thought it was law, but it's just not quite there. It goes up to the governor to determine his state. And if it's good, Herbert might even be signing it later. Look at that bill. It's finally there. Sitting as law, ready to be declared. So. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> I feel sick right now. <laughs> I feel sick to my stomach. Okay. To get the full experience, you should really look up um, look up the video. Right because I'm legitimately sick. <laughs> it's not hard to find. Uh, it's been covered not hard pretty to find, much hard to watch. everywhere nationally um, and completely roasted. And for good reason. Uh, you heard it, and that should be enough to know. I, I feel like 10 years was just <laughs> right off my life in the last one minute. So, Literally 10 years taken away from me. Let, let's dive in here. Um, there's some choices that I question. First of all, <laughs> Comic Sans, the captions for this quote-unquote rap are in Comic Sans. The very worst font available on any <laughs> word processing program. Nothing screams rap like Comic Sans. Like, <laughs> that's rule number one of making a successful rap video. Yeah, didn't Kendrick Lamar use Comic Sans on his last album cover? Kendrick Lamar created Comic Sans. <laughs> that's my understanding of rap. Um, it's uh, there's some dancing. In the, I mean, so, <laughs> dancing, quote unquote. Dancing's dancing's a relative term. Like more like kind of. Shoulder seizures that a few of there's them are. <laughs> oh, there's. <laughs> this comes from somebody who's not known for his dancing prowess, and there are some moves in there that I would not wish on my worst enemies. <laughs> there is some aggressive finger wagging. Um, there's a lot of like upper body movement, but like none of the parts are connected to one another. There's just like a straight arm doing something, <laughs> and then like. The shoulders, maybe at a later point, getting involved, and none of it's on the beat. Um, uh, it's pretty, pretty atrocious. The rhyming, some the, some of the words rhyme and some don't. I'm confused by the rhyming scheme. You're they, either all in or you're all out. Either you're in on the rhyme, and everybody's like, "This is a rhyming thing," 
or you're out and everybody's just like they're here to create art they don't care about rhymes man they just say whatever's on their mind they but try, they have this weird mix match they try to rhyme everything with chamber they're using chamber way more than they should be using chamber and how many words Ugh. rhyme with chamber chamber is my least favorite rap word and I've they're trying that. to like squeezing all these other words that only sort of <laughs> i mean is there a group of people on earth less qualified to make a rap video than utah's state legislators like i'm legitimately asking that. i'm not saying that as a joke is there a group that is less qualified i mean maybe like potato farmers in idaho no, I actually would rather see potato farmers. I, I probably would potato too. Potato farmers know how to dance. They go to hoedowns. They have some sort of rhythm. I, it should be mentioned that I think everyone in this video is white. Like exclusively white people no, are in this rap video. Some would say painfully white. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I picked out a star of the whole video. Okay, who okay? is it? And you might you might have picked out your own star, but I have my own personal opinion on this. Yeah. So his name's Representative John Westwood. <laughs> okay. He's one of the old, he's one of the older gentlemen that's involved with the video. So good on him, you know. Yeah. He's trying to reach the youths of America, yeah. teach them how bills work. That that's an admirable thing. But <laughs> either he has no idea that he's in a rap video, or he just didn't care because he just speaks words in the most monotone voice. There's no cadence <laughs> or rhyming or anything that resembles music. He is so stern in his deliverance of the word. <laughs> That's how a bill like, is made. He's my chosen star. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm not here to rap. I'm here to tell people how a bill is made. I don't care what music's playing. I don't care what we're trying to rhyme with chamber. I want people to know. Yeah. That's my star. That's my MVP, the whole video. Which leads me to the question, why was this video made at all? The better question is, who wrote this? Yeah. Aren't you, like, genuinely intrigued by who wrote this? My hope, Much less all the my hope, that it passed through. My hope is that this was a couple hours' work, beginning to end, writing, filming, editing, two hours tops. Because if they spent any more time than that on this thing... Oh, this was a year-long project, I'll guarantee it. It was, <laughs> it was years in the making. I'm worried oh. about the allocation of my tax dollars, honestly, if this is what's coming out of the Utah State Legislature. <laughs> This is so ill-advised from beginning to end of all the genres of music to parody. I have a, <laughs> I have a crazy theory about how this originated. Can okay. I explain my theory? Please. So you may not be aware of this, but Orrin Hatch is a songwriter. Oh, I did not know that. He self-released 12 albums. Do you know this? What? Is this a joke? <laughs> Oh, I did a deep dive because I was trying to figure out how this video came to pass. And so I created my own theory out of it. Okay. So way back in the 90s, Orrin Hatch is inspired to start writing his own music. So he self-releases over the course of the last like 20 plus years, he self-releases 12 albums where he writes songs for people and then professional musicians play them. Okay. okay? So it, he's not performing. He's not performing. Well, he's not performing on the album, but let me get to the gist of things. So you're probably sitting there going, wow, Chris, it sounds like he's had this illustrious career. I wonder what kind of songs he writes. Mm -hmm. Well, I got a couple of titles for you that mm -hmm. I'd like to pass oh, by of whether oh, or not you think oh, they'd no. be great hits. Oh, no. Title number one, America Rocks! <laughs> exclamation point. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 
<laughs> I couldn't even say it without laughing. I couldn't even get to the end. It was two words and an exclamation point, and I couldn't get to the end of it. <laughs> okay. So, not an ideal title, but I'm not a songwriter. So, we'll give that one a pass. Number two. It will always be a... <laughs> I can't do this. It will always be America for me. What? I'm not making this up. I know a lot of listeners, they're thinking like, oh, Chris, you're probably making this up. I swear to you on everything that I hold dear to my heart, these are true. Okay. So number three. All right, we, we understand he's, like, way into a country, okay? Yeah. <laughs> he, served, he served on our government for, like, 80 years. That's great. So let's branch out a little bit is what he's thinking now, you know? Uh-huh. So the title of his next song, It's Not So Easy Growing Old. <laughs> I swear to you, these are true. I swear to it. <laughs> what? It takes, like, a really dark turn. Oh, he went from just loving America to, like, reflecting on the mortality of life. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, and the last, so- the last song that I, I've chosen to kind of give you a taste of Orrin Hatch's greatest hits, Yeah, it's a surprise one. It takes a weird twist. Okay. But it's called Eight Days of Hanukkah. <laughs> I, that's true. That is a true statement. He wrote a song called Eight Days of Hanukkah. He's a devout Mormon. Let me say that first and foremost. And he wrote a song about Hanukkah. So that in and of itself is pretty wild. Where can but, I find these? Listen, there, there is a video on eight days of Hanukkah that you can find on YouTube. I highly encourage everybody to go and find it because on this video, Orrin Hatch joins the people who are singing backup vocals or side vocals or whatever you want to call them. He joins them. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Here it is. Oh my gosh. It's, it's one of the craziest things you'll see. He's in the studio with him singing, but I don't think he knows the words to his own song. So he's like doing the mumble and like looking at everybody's lips to find out what they're saying. It's great. It's phenomenal. Should here. we just listen for a minute? Let's just give our listeners a quick taste of Orrin Hatch and his musical career. Hanukkah, oh Hanukkah, the festival of light. In Jerusalem, the oil burned bright. They lit the menorah in that holy place. What a You can't write a script that good. I swear to you. What is is he doing? Writing a song about Hanukkah. He is so accepting of all faiths. He even penned a work on one that he does not subscribe to. Okay. Well, this has been illuminating. Okay. So here's the crazy part. This is why I bring all this up. Okay. So Orrin Hatch has this illustrious songwriting career. Orrin Hatch. Also ending his Senate term very soon. Uh-huh. Okay? So what better way to jumpstart his career as something other than a politician than by penning what he hopes is a hit rap single <laughs> performed by Utah State oh, legislators? Oh, that is think, my theory. You think he's the mastermind behind... I think Orrin Hatch is the person who wrote this video. And, and it has a it. name. Um, Fresh Prince of Bills here. Does that not scream an Orrin Hatch title? Fresh Prince. That ties in... P-R-I-N-T-S of Bill's here. Here's Get it? If I, when I'm like really wanting to get going at a party and I'm like, oh, let's just 
let's put together this quick on hatch playlist. Tell me how easy it is to just slide fresh Prince of Bills here so into easy. a lineup of it's not so easy growing old in America rocks. Chris, it goes right between those. If I am not invited to that party, I'm never speaking to you again. <laughs> the party is me dressed up in Uncle Sam coveralls with no shirt underneath, jamming to Orrin Hatch's greatest hits. I just... That's I'm, a pretty good theory, though, don't you think? Oh, totally. I'm just confounded by the existence of this video. But I do have to say, friend of the program... John Notwell makes an appearance at the end, and he's the most convincing of any of them. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even talk logically about this video anymore. <laughs> my, mind is, my mind is really... I think I'm in shock. I think I've been in shock for 30 minutes. I was Did also, I talk about Orrin Hatch? I was also surprised to learn that my neighbor across the street growing up is now a member of the Utah legislature. Who is it? Mark Roberts. This is crazy. There's all sorts of weird tie-ins. Yeah. Mike Winder makes an appearance who we used to have a lot of interactions with at Zion's Bank. Oh, he does this like weird Broadway kind of like shuffle while he's performing his line. Then there's also Mike McHale, who is from Spanish Fork. And back when I played City League basketball, yeah. Clint and I would always play against his basketball team and they'd always try to fight everybody. They were like the scariest team. Oh. So, well, don't mess so with what do you him. know? So I don't from, blame from, any of the representatives in oh, this. I, I blame everybody, myself included. I blame the entire video. world. I blame the person who thought, you know what would be a good idea? Let's Meg, take we the are... widest House of Representatives in the entire nation and make a mockery of a beloved work of hip-hop. Meg, we all bear responsibility for this failure. I accept part of the blame. I really do. I mean, we're the voters. This is on us. <laughs> Can you imagine in later elections when this is part of the ballot? I mean, it's going to come I, up in debates. It should be the number one thing. Do you plan on making the world's worst <laughs> rap video fall in session? Yes or no? If they say no, okay, they have my vote. Easy as that. Again, the, just hearing it really isn't doing it justice. You need to look up the actual video. Just Google Utah lawmakers rap video and you'll find it. Um, if it you dare. It will haunt your every waking yeah, moment. We should give a warning that you should be prepared for what you're going to see in this video. I haven't slept in five days. That's a true stuff. <laughs> I am running on like 100 straight hours of being awake. There is no other Utah news that's even going to come close <laughs> to this in weirdness. Um, <laughs> if you were in any way involved in this video, we want to hear from you. Um, we want an explanation. We demand an explanation. You can, you can find us at our emails, Meg at Silicon Slope, Chris at SiliconSlopes.com. Find us on Twitter, Silicon Slopes. Rate and review our podcast, and we will talk to you soon. Meg, thanks for spending some time with me today. Thank, thank you, Chris. I'm really grateful to have had this opportunity to discuss our legislatures and their rap videos. It should be made clear that this was just the House of Representatives and not the Senate. So I don't want to throw the Senate <laughs> under the bus here. Imagine what the Senate's going to come out with to try and pop them. Oh, I don't want to imagine that. Yeah, I don't. That's either. a dark recess of my mind. I don't want to ask. end on that note. Okay. Enjoy the sunshine. Support for Silicon Slopes comes from Harmon's Neighborhood Grocer where food lovers can take cooking classes to learn knife handling, wine pairing, sushi rolling, and fresh pasta preparation. Locations can be found at harmonsgrocery.com. Harmons, your food, our passion.